Success stories, artist interviews. You're listening to Life Songs B-Sides. From Life Songs Studio B, New Orleans, here's your host, James Mott. Welcome to Life Songs B-Sides, some extra content for LifeSongs.com. We're hanging out in Studio B with Levi McAllister, otherwise known as Levi the Poet. He's currently touring the country on his Don't Sink Tour. He's making a stop in New Orleans, and he agreed to come and hang out with us for a little while here at Life Songs. How you doing, Levi? I'm doing good. Good, yeah. man, good. Thanks you, for I, inviting me here. I'm glad you made it, because <laughs> I was texting you earlier, and uh, like my mom lives in uh, right outside of Beaumont. Oh, okay. And that's where you were last night. Yep. And she's like, the border between Texas and Louisiana is going to close. Yeah. And yeah. I, I didn't, get, didn't get in until this morning, and I was like... I might want to tell Levi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it looks like we're not doing this interview after all. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he might not even make it to New Orleans. No, we, we, I played the show in Beaumont last night, and then a couple of the guys that were there had driven in from Wake Charles and Lafayette. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you say that. Lafayette. Yeah, Lafayette. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm from Albuquerque. Um, <laughs> And uh, so, but at the end of the at the end of the show, they came up to me with these phone notifications saying, you know, that they that they were going to shut the border down potentially last night, yeah. if, if if not then, at least this morning. So I I re- I was going to stay there, um, but ended up just driving through just driving because through, yeah. it was just uh, not something I wanted to risk because I would have missed. New Orleans and Mobile and potentially Ruston too. Yeah. So it was like the last the last three main dates of the tour right. we're gonna miss it because of flooding. So yeah. that's not generally something we deal with in Albuquerque. <laughs> uh, we've got some dirt and maybe some fire. Yeah. But yeah. So you so you're y'all are kinda wrapping up the Don't Sink Tour, right? Yeah, yeah. And by y'all, I mean, it's it's mostly, it's just me on this end section of it. My yeah. wife is usually out on the road with me. Um, she did the first five dates of this tour. Um, but we, we kind of, she, she had a, she, she works back home. She's a CrossFit trainer yeah. uh, back in Albuquerque. Oh, that's, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, so it's pretty <laughs> intense. And, uh, but we, we kind of intentionally booked this thing as, as a little bit more of, of kind of an intimate, low-key yeah. um it's still super busy trying yeah. to do all of it. Um, like imagine you alone, you, uh, you make coffee. Yeah, for yeah. the people that go to your shows. Yeah, you yeah. Chemex brew coffee. Yeah. That's amazing. It's been fun. Um, the first time that we did that was on a, a different um, a Christmas tour that I did with a couple other artists in the Midwest yeah. in December. And but I just loved the experience that it provided for people. I wanted to I wanted to just keep messing with a way to uh, sort of. Uh, incentivize shows but also uh make them more intimate kind of different experiences than a regular concert environment absolutely yeah i reached out to this coffee company called left roasters out of portland oregon and um i've enjoyed their coffee and and they uh uh, just asked if they'd be willing to sponsor it it's coming from the northwest i mean it's it's gonna be good coffee yeah man it's pretty cool stuff so that's awesome yeah well we're glad glad to have you here man glad glad that you made it safely yeah dry yeah, and, you I know. know. You didn't have to take a boat. I didn't sink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey! hey there oh, it is. Please tell me you're not yeah. making that joke tonight. Uh, no, I mean, I could. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, I can do all kinds of dumb things at my shows, but yeah. My love, when we first set sail and pushed off to sea, I stood at the bow looking backward, dry-eyed and imagining that the world in all its color and grandeur and majesty had been devastated by that same flood I'd seen when I told you that my father was making me leave. 
It was a midsummer night's eve, and in my heart, it was a romance, the same Shakespearean tragedy, that quintessential teenage flickering that let love burn brighter in the reminiscent memories as we slowly fell asleep. Cuddling beneath the stars that I wished upon through the cutout at the top of the teepee, it doubled by day as an Indian fort, with girls have cooties stitched across the seams, and at night, our secret love affair that the cowboys would have deemed a crime punishable by cat gun and sour faces and wild wild west make believe, old enough to comprehend but young enough to dream. I can still hear the rhythm of your breathing beneath that canopy, while the wind played brush on the snare and God threw his bolts of lightning like the thunderclap clave to complement the whistling moving through the trees, and remembered you promising that when we grew up, you'd build a home for me. Now to start growing, and you'd curl up your fake mustache like your favorite character in your favorite movie. Whisper, I'll be your huckleberry. In the morning, when I snuck back to my room, I thought tragedy indeed. The innocence, if ever it was, can be stripped away without a warning. My king, by grace or by fate, or by luck or by mercy, I trust the moon will carry your letters safely to me. This flood rescinding will give way to land depending, and like the hand of God gave olive leaves to encourage that ancient family. My dove, with love and sincerity and all that I have to offer, your queen. So let me ask you this, kind of getting to uh, start asking some questions. Yeah. How did you get your start? I always ask this question. I, I mostly interview musicians. Yeah. So I'm going to ask the same question. How you got your start doing poetry? Because yeah. you're a spoken word poet. You've, you've toured the country. You've released uh, three albums at four. this point. Four, four albums yeah. at yeah. this point. Yeah. And, you know... How'd you get your start doing this? So, uh, I've always written. Um, I, I, I started writing. Um, first thing that I actually remember intentionally thinking, oh, this would be a cool thing to start doing. I was in fifth grade. And then kept doing that through middle and high school. Yeah. I don't know how everyone else perceived me. I perceived myself as more of an introvert. So, writing was always kind of a... An outlet for me, uh, kind of a therapeutic-ish thing. Yeah. And it was definitely never something that I intended to have turn into, you know, performance poetry or, or, or uh, you know, because kind of the point of it was, well, I don't have to share with anybody because I can just get it out this way personally right. and by myself. Right. Um, eventually it became, I don't know, what it is now. And uh, the first, I mean, the first show I ever did was at a coffee shop in Albuquerque with a bunch of indie bands. Um, one of the guys that played for one of the bands knew that I was a writer and knew that I had appreciated artists like um, Bradley Hathaway yeah. and other guys like that. Uh, well, he was the only guy at the time that was touring with the hardcore scene. Anyway, they asked me if I would like to perform at the show, so I did, and everyone hated it. Like it was a horrible. Uh, it was a. It was a thing. You know. It, yeah. was, a, it was an. Exp I was yelling and rolling around and making everyone feel very uncomfortable. But <laughs> there was one guy who was there who was um, booking for more of the metal kind of hardcore scene in Albuquerque, and he he enjoyed it and asked me if I would be willing to do it again at, at one of their shows instead. Yeah. 
Um, and then from there, it just kind of was one thing after another. I had friends that were touring artists, and they invited me to to, to tour with them. And um, you know, I don't know. It was it, it was it was just a thing that kind of just kept yeah. on going. It just took off from like. I just, think so. I mean, yeah. took off is a relative term for sure. Eventually, it got to a spot where I decided, okay, well, I guess I should start working harder on this if it's going to be a thing too. Right. Um, but. Uh, I still feel like it's a pretty random occupation that I've had yeah. for the last seven years. So, yeah, but I mean, I mean, you're good at it, dude. And and thanks, man. You've, you've enjoyed some success. Your your Kickstarter for the album, the Correspondence album that was released, uh, 2014, right? Um, yeah, 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 end of the year too. Uh, like 140 yeah. percent funded yeah. on on Kickstarter. Yeah, like that's crazy. The, it the, is crazy. Well, the, this? I feel like the fan base is is um. A, one that I really appreciate um, and one that has gotten to grow with me over the years, which yeah. is really cool. Um, I've never really had a budget for any sort of, you know, kind of mass marketing or anything like that. It's just always been word of mouth stuff and people discovering it, which has been right. uh, it's it's kind of created a little bit more of a, a maybe um, a following I, that I hope is willing to kind of roll with the punches as they see me growing and stuff yeah. like that too. So it's cool. Yeah, and it's, it's a lot of fun to listen to to the the first you know the first releases. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a lot as, different. Now. It is yeah. as, as compared to the new ones, and, and even the ones you released. Um, I think last Easter mm-hmm. you released uh, two videos, yeah, a couple of singles, yeah. and put some stuff out that way. Yeah, yeah and they they were really good. Thanks. Um, so really enjoying the stuff. Really looking forward to tonight. It's one of my first uh, Levi the Poet show. Nice. I think it's a good one to yeah. be at. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to, to hear it. When your betrayer kissed your cheek, did he slip his serpent's tongue between his greetings, Rabbi? And did you feel it forked and flickering against your skin? Yes, it's vulgar. I wouldn't put it past him. My tongue is shaped the same. I know without a doubt that I do not understand the weight in my pockets. Change clashing with change. And did you know that 30 pieces of silver was the penalty paid by the owner of an ox that gored a slave to death? I know, I know, I'd have done it for less. More than likely, I'd have tried to monopolize. Like, you mean you didn't negotiate the rate and ask for a higher price? Counting my own pennies, like how high can I stack this copper and what's the value on my ROI when I decide to commodify Christ? Like moralistic, therapeutic deism was exactly what you were going for when you told us to make disciples of all nations and baptize them in the name of celebrity bank statements and motivate replication in the same dualistic vein as the way. A.K.A. self-actualization Like we didn't commit cosmic treason So much as made a mistake And our bodies aren't grown And along with the rest of creation And our hearts aren't broken What good is reconciliation To an adulteress who doesn't see Or need to consummate with God Let alone that God would want Or long after her Misplaced worshippers Praise is inherent to the way we were made But our hearts are easily led astray Our hearts are idle factories. I was reminded of it this morning when I woke up intimately aware of my desire for God to bless this silver piece that I'm writing about elevating Jesus so that whoever sees it might elevate me. Let me ask you a a question. How does your faith... Like you know, you're you're a Christian, obviously. You're a believer. Um, How does your faith impact your your poetry and, and your life? Um... I mean, it's it's hard to I don't I 
it's hard to, and I don't really have a desire to separate uh, the two. You know, yeah. uh, my my um, my my faith informs um, my my art and my my life. I hope you know. I, I hope that there's. It's it's been it's been kind of interesting. I, I've um, I've I've, met, I've I've been I've confused myself over the years about uh, what this is as an art project versus who I am as a as a person, and really struggled at times with um, putting too much of my identity in in this as a thing as yeah. opposed to to who I am just as a as a human um, loved and, and accepted and, and and whose identity is wrapped up. Um, I hope you know. I mean, ultimately in in Jesus. But um, <laughs> I don't always live that way, and so um, it, it has been kind of an interesting journey. Um, I think that you know my my like my 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 belief is my worldview, and so I, I sort of filter um, life and experiences and the things that have come to influence what has what has made its way into the, this this art project yeah. um, through that lens. Um, I I think that. Um, you know, kind of one of the main things that I've been talking about on this tour, since it is, this is just a, a solo, really intimate, you know, like you said, serving coffee. And then yeah. one of the things that we're doing at the shows is a little bit of Q&A and a little bit of explanation about this album, because it is a lot different, even in regard to the way that I portrayed my faith through it. Yeah. Um, I did three very autobiographical records and then put out this one that I'm I'm performing all the way through tonight, which is... Um, it's a it's a fiction record. It just yeah. uh, it, it just is a story, and there's not a whole lot um, more to it unless you want to go digging for it, right. or unless you know unless it's something that I'm explaining at a show. And, um, and and I think that really that a lot of that just comes out of seeing seeing creation as as good and something that points beyond itself yeah. um, as as. As an objective thing, just just um, believing that uh, that something um, I hope and pray that I have made excellently could be a testament to a greater creator than I am, yeah. and um, and and I think that that allows for a little bit that that type of perspective, at least for me, has allowed for a lot more freedom in what I feel like I'm able to write and right. what I'm able to share and express to people. Um, I believe in the name uh, of Jesus and that that it is good and and He is mighty to save. Um, I also don't believe that in order to be a, a Christian who creates art, you need to say that so explicitly every single time you do something. Yeah, I agree. And um, and so so I you know I, I mean the, uh, it's it's informed things in a lot of different ways. Um, I hope and pray that that's always. The end. Um, I find myself wrestling with that, you know, now and again. A lot of wrestling through unbelief also has informed a lot of the art as well, and right. I've tried to be honest about those things over the years. And so, um, you know, I don't know. I guess it's an ongoing process forever. Yeah. At the cross of Christ, I know that the bonds of sin are broken, that they bar the gates of hell for me, and that heaven's doors are open as wide as my sweet Savior's arms were stretched out when He died. And love has defeated death with a life for me to hope in. At the cross of Christ I know that despair has been removed. That it drowns beneath the crushing weight of hope is found in you. As blood spills in puddles to cover every self-inflicted bruise, murder becomes salvation. The resurrected truth at the cross of Christ I know. 
that anger has found its vengeance. That righteousness became sin for me. And that only at the remembrance of a man acquainted with sorrows do I stand forgiven in my resentment as wrath and justice turn aside to crucify my defendant at the cross of Christ I know. That shame has lost its place. That Jesus Christ endured the curse and scorned all the disgrace and atoned before the throne as death fled without a trace that I might enter in and look full on his wonderful face at the cross of Christ I know. Um, so let me ask you this. You said that, you know, I mean, obviously, if you've, if you've listened to anything that, you know, Levi's done, um, it's like you said, the first three albums were very autobiographical. Mm-hmm. And then and then you had correspondence, mm-hmm. um, which is the fiction like the fiction album. Um, your your three albums, um, the later album seasons. Yeah. Um, some of the tracks on that dealt with um, your your dad. Yeah. 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 The the situation surrounding that. Can you yeah. do you mind explaining explaining that situation to to the folks that yeah, are listening? Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, yeah. So so my dad. Yeah, and I, I mean I think because everything has been so autobiographical. Um, a lot of familial stuff has made its way into my records. Um, my dad, my a lot of seasons dealt with my dad's suicide. Yeah. Um, so he was a my, my dad was a pastor um, and a missionary growing up. Uh, or I'm sorry, as I, when I was growing up, yeah. um, he, he got kind of like um, met Jesus at the kind of the height of the Jesus movement, um, yeah. and and got saved and, and met my mom and became a missionary and um, you know kind of helped uh, train and, and support um, pastors in in underground and, and access restricted Asia, which has been I mean it was just such a you know I got to do one of those trips with him. It was. Well, my, he also had um, uh, a mental disorder, um, something like a bipolar depressive disorder um, yeah. that was very atypical, and so nobody ever really knew quite what to do with it. Right. And um, that existed for my whole life. Uh, I never really knew the extent of it until it started to get so bad that it was more and more uncontrollable. Yeah. And um, that combined with, with a lot of physical pain, um, he had hurt his back and gotten surgery, and that made it worse. And there, there were just all of these things that kind of created this perfect storm yeah. uh, in his life and in our family's life. And so at the beginning of 2011, he committed suicide. And um, a couple a – couple, two months before my wife and I got married um, – it was such a crazy time, you know, in right, our family's right. life, and and um, and it was, it, you know, you talk about faith, like, um, you know, kind kind of leading up to that time was was sort of the first time I think that I really started to dive into what I actually thought and believed about things, as yeah. opposed to just you know subscribing to a thing. Um, I, I would say that I was a, a Christian um, before that, but I, th- I think as far as me being able to articulate much, you know, I, I don't really know exactly what I would have said. And, and um, so leading up to, to my dad's, you know, all the pain in our family and all that stuff was kind of the first time that I had um, ever really looked into or, or started to try to understand anything about the sovereignty of God in the midst of suffering right. or, or any any of those kinds of things, you know. So the whole thing is, has kind of been a growing process, but I definitely processed a lot of it um, through seasons as well. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, and it comes out that. on the it comes out on the record, sure, like yeah. very raw record. Yeah, 
And so I just I and and that's always been the case for me. Um, I a lot of times I don't really know what I think about stuff <laughs> until yeah. I am able to pull it out of the air and put it down on paper and actually come to a, a little bit more of a conclusion that way. Yeah. Even I just have my head is um, just feels like everywhere all the time. Yeah. And so even even prayer or, or things like that, like um, honestly, they're just really hard for me to do unless I am um, focusing enough. On, you know, so oftentimes it will look like writing things down, and, and and albums end up becoming similar types of things. Where it's like, okay, I have this idea that I'd like to articulate. I have no idea what I think about it at all. Yeah. So let me like try to create. Let me try to find out. You know, and. Um, and I don't know. I kind of wrestle with stuff like that. I wish that I was able to just be a little bit more at peace about things inside of my own mind as well. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of always been the way that it is. So gotcha. I don't know if that's, um, you know, it was, it's was. it been kind of scary, uh, honestly, at times in, in my life and in my sister's life, I think. Um, because uh, a lot of the, the mental and, and physiological and psychological stuff that my dad dealt with, um, you know, it, it was it, it seemed to have been more of a hereditary thing. Yeah, something so it's passed that, that, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Um, you know, there's definitely times when I've felt like, oh gosh, you know, I don't. Maybe this is part of the reason why I feel so nuts too. Um, but, uh, but honestly, by and large, like. I, I don't, you know, I kind of don't think that's the case. Yeah. Um, at least, at least at this point in my life, it, it was always a thing that my parents prayed would, um, would kind of not um, continue down that that genealogical line. Right. And um, and so I hope I hope that um, you know I hope it doesn't. Yeah. Obviously. So, Absolutely. Yeah. In the beginning, God spoke, and God, I hope His voice sounded like thunder. Like that's where it got its name from Like it reverberated inside of the son's eardrums I wonder Did the father turn to the pre-incarnate word To ask him about the sound he heard And did he smile and contemplate the earth While the spirit confirmed their plans And God said let there be and God did that unparalleled melody sustain into all eternity while the blessed trinity joined in harmony to key in a void and formless land. Is the expanse between earth and sky as deep and wide as the difference between dark and light? And did you stare at the stars like I stare at your night? And how bright do they shine from outside of time? And if there is no need for the suns in your kingdom, well, did you need them? See, I cannot fathom the winds and the waves, let alone the waves the winds make on that day that you say it is good. And no depraved gaze praise in your spirit's conversation with the creation you made, I can hardly see it. Even my imagination wanes beneath the death that deteriorates at my faith, but before a glass darkly behind Eden's gates, man. Man walked hand in hand with his God, face to face, imago day. Let us make man in our image, dust into clay, bestowing dignity to humanity, the potter crafted and shaped, and when you breathe life into him, was it a whirlwind? As in the beginning, God spoke, 
And the heavens were made and all their hosts by the breath of his mouth. And the details are speculation, but I picture your creation of man as glory that that heavenly host sung about. His chest rises and falls beneath this cosmic anticipation, waiting to see him open his eyes for the first time. His eyes open and close, and if there was an expectation, it was exceeded and pupils finally dilated to find God. Um, so you were able to, to use, like, you were able to, to take the, the pain and the, and the bad of your, of your father's death, and you were able to turn it into advocacy, correct, for, for mental illness. I know you, you partnered with uh, Try Love in Our Arms yeah. uh, for a, a little while mm-hmm. after that and, yeah. uh, and started working with them, kind of being an advocate for, for mental health and... Yeah, so so the thing with To Write Love on Her Arms, um, a friend of mine had reached out to a mutual friend of ours who has worked with To Write Love for a really long time. Yeah. And he just said, hey, I have this idea to write a song about mental illness, and it's going to be specific to Levi and Bree's story. Would you guys want to cover it? Like, would you want to support us in writing this song? Would you want to maybe put together a story about the McAllister family? And they were into it. And so um, that was kind of, I mean, since then I've written, a, like I wrote a blog for them at the beginning of this year. I mean, everybody writes blogs all the time. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. But it was it was, it was was cool for me to continue even years on down the line to, to reach back out and say, hey, um, you know, because this year was the five-year anniversary of my dad's death. Right. Hey, can I write something about this for you guys? And it was a really, um, uh, it was kind of, it was a really... You know, the extent of the ad. The, so, as far as advocacy goes, um, I mean, it, be, it definitely became a thing that I talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I was never really, cons- we were never considered, you know, like part of the To Write Love team or anything like that. But I, I've really grown to, to love what they have done as an organization. And they've only ever been kind and compassionate and loving toward us. Yeah. And then for me personally, it just became a thing that I wanted to share because I wanted other people to know that they weren't alone in some of their own yeah. stuff. And it's been insane how many people have um, experienced, you know, you're always like, oh, I want to help other people feel like they're not alone. And then you realize, oh, wow, I am also not alone, yeah. you know, through through the the kind of back and forth of, of telling one another our stories. And so um, it's, yeah, it's definitely been quite, quite the journey. And it's definitely not done either, you know. Yeah. Um, there are definitely times where I wish, uh, you know that it was a little bit easier to move beyond some of that stuff, but it's a it's a pretty significant life event, obviously. Well, yeah. And so there I mean, are always I, times I lost, coming back to it. Yeah, I lost my dad in, in two thousand and three. Okay, you know, yeah. I was I was yeah. young and yeah. still sure. significant life event that sure. will affect you, you know, oh, yeah. for forever, the, forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm with you on that, and it's definitely like it's like you said, just to to support people who are going through similar things and sure. who, who feel these things and. They feel alone, and yeah. and just to know that you know, hey, you're not. Yeah, and, totally. and there's people that support you in this fight. And, yeah, you know. And I think one of the cool things, at least that I've come to, um, I don't, I, I don't know how to art. I, I um, sometimes that's all you need is for somebody to be able to come alongside you and and weep with those that weep, um, as opposed to coming in with, um. You know, being being one of Job's friends who comes yeah. in and starts like giving you lectures on yeah. why things in your life sometimes are the you way don't, that you are. You don't you know? need an answer sometimes. Sure, and so I just think, um, I, you know, I, I I believe that I have an answer, um, but I also think that uh, you know sometimes 
uh, it's it's okay to come in and say, hey, like we can exist together and then maybe let a conversation grow out of that rather yeah. than walking straight in and being like, well, I got my Bible. Let me hit you in the head with yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and, and just to be completely honest, you know, a lot of, a lot of that honesty and vulnerability and hoping that, um, you can be there with other people often includes a lot of unknowing as well, yeah. you know, and just being also upfront about saying, Hey, like, I think that I've got, um, and it, I, I think that I do have, um, hope in the midst of this, but, um, you know, that doesn't mean that I've got it all figured out. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so let me ask you this. It's been, it's been two years since correspondence has come out or roughly. Yeah. Okay. Um, it'll be that. Yep. When can we, what's next? And <laughs> when can we expect something, something else? You released the singles at Easter, uh, last yeah. year and. Yeah, man. I, to be honest, um, I, that's a great question, and it's, <laughs> it's one that I wish that I had a more specific answer for. I'm, I'm finally at a spot where I've got an idea that I want to run with, yeah. Um, and and have even on this tour, kind of been thinking through. Okay, how do I put that together? Um, how can I? How I, I would love to be able to do more single style content yeah. more regularly, and then try to put together, you know, uh, maybe more of a of a bigger album and things like that um, as well. So, I, I, but I don't have a time frame for you. I would yeah. I would love. I would love to be able to have it out by the end of the year or the beginning of the year, but. Um, that's gonna depend yeah. on all kinds of things. Um, Absolutely. Have you so, started started writing or anything? You guys yeah. said you have the idea, but I have started writing. Um, I, I, I have started writing. I, I don't. I just. I guess I just don't have everything um, fully formulated yet. Right. 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 And I think that 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 will require um, you know just sitting down with those ideas and and um, being. Uh, patient enough to sit through like the restlessness that always comes at the beginning of the process yeah. to actually hone in on what what I'm trying to articulate and, uh, and and kind of craft something from there. And so thus far this year, I mean, Levi the Poet has always been an independent project. Right. And so thus far this year, you know, a lot of it has been has been. Uh, you know, booking this tour, being on this tour, yeah. getting ready for the next tour. Summer's always crazy. It's my wife and I's five-year anniversary, so I know everybody's life is busy. That's not like a poor me thing, but right. I just need to be able to um, to create the time to um, zone out on on some yeah, writing man. stuff first. So absolutely, and, yeah. and congratulations by the way, five years. Thanks, um, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. been a, a wild ride for you. Um, you said she comes out on tour on tour with you, man. I, yeah, I was... she she almost always does. This is the first tour since 2010 that I've been on by myself, um, which yeah. is kind of crazy. But yeah, when we got we dated for five years, and then we'll be five years. So we've, we'll have been together for ten years um, this year, which yeah. is, I mean, I'm I'm 26, you know, so right. I, I'm it's it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it, I mean, sure. Yeah, it has. Yeah, I guess it's been a wild ride. There's been things that have been wild about it. You know, yeah. I've toured for a lot of those years. Uh, we basically dated long distance while I was touring before we got married, and then when we got married, kind of decided, okay, we're not going to be married long distance either. Right. So, so she started going out on the road with you. Yeah, she joined a band. We lived in an RV uh, with a band called White Collar Sideshow yeah. um, for the first year of our marriage. Literally went from our wedding night to the honeymoon to a 35 foot long 
long RV with three other people and two dogs and oh, lived there uh, for, for about a full year. Um, had a bed above the cabin with a little curtain. Uh, so, you know, yeah, um, that was a thing, you know, um, and it was it was just. Uh, but I loved it. I mean, it was all we knew to a degree. You know, right. there are definitely times where it's like, oh, crazy. But we're still like really good friends with those guys. Love them. Um, once we got done touring with them, we just started touring on LTP as a solo thing. Right. And um, y'all settled down in uh, in Albuquerque. In, Al- in Albuquerque, we're yeah. still there. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, it's like Brandy's favorite place in the whole world. So Albuquerque. I've never. Yeah. I, can, I can't really say anything about Albuquerque because I've never been. <laughs> I would love. To, I would love to be able to to say something clever yeah. or be like, oh yeah, I love this about Albuquerque. But yeah, I'm from Louisiana. Nah, man, that's and, all right. <laughs> and, I mean, I like. I've grown to. I've grown to like it more. Uh, I, it's um, it it does. I think blow my mind that it's her favorite place in the whole entire world. You know, <laughs> but I'm not going to talk crap about it. I would have in the past, but I, I've grown to appreciate it um, yeah, more and more. I mean, it's home. It is. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's exciting, man. Yeah. Um, so you're finishing up this tour in a few days. Yeah. Uh, you said you're planning. Your summer's always busy. Yeah, actually. I mean, these don't sync tours. Or, or, it's, I think we're going to kind of make it almost more like a series of tours. Yeah. I think I'm going to do some don't sync stuff up through the end of the year, um, depending upon a couple other uh, you know plans and ideas with other artists that we may or may not um, have. Right. But, yeah, I mean, basically they're, they're – Almost more like crowdsourced um, style booking where right. we've kind of created the experience that we want people to have and articulated that and then just opened it up to whoever and said, hey, if this is a thing that you feel like you would like to host and bring through your town, um, Contact then us here's all it. our info, yeah. you know. And so that's it's been you know we're always especially as an independent artist you're always kind of I mean every anybody is trying to work smarter and not harder you know that's like right. the cliche or whatever um, you just need to work freaking hard and smart you yeah. know and so that's what I guess we're trying to do is just always figure out um, better ways and and hopefully um, hope you know hopefully more sustainable ways of. Uh, of booking and yeah. stuff, you know. I think that um, there's not really a whole lot of rules as far as how things like that have to go as an independent artist, um, and maybe just in the music industry in general right now. You know, it's gotcha. not the same as yeah, yeah, yeah. as it was when I started listening to music. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You know, you can catch uh, Levi. Um, maybe. I mean, if you're you're listening to this, this is going to air. Yeah, Long later. after he has a show tonight, yeah. but uh, that that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Yep. And then you know he's going to be embarking on some hopefully some more don't sync stuff, so you can yep. catch him, catch his stuff. Uh, I have all of his music on Spotify. <laughs> nice. You can get it. Where else can we uh, pick up your stuff? You have your website, you yeah. have Facebook that we can follow you on. Yeah. I mean, if you search for Levi the Poet, you can. I mean, it'll be me that pops up. Yeah. Um, Levi there's no, the there's no like the other other Levi the poets running around trying there, to steal your thunder. I don't thunder. think so. There are other the poets that have popped up over yeah. the years, um, but that's cool. That's fine. I don't have a, I don't have a, <laughs> don't uh, have a trademark. T- I don't have a trademark on the words the or the words poet. Um, so gotta get working on that. So man. oh man, yeah, you yeah. know, you know, I'd be rolling in that dough. I never have to tour again. <laughs> yeah, you're, all the money that you're making from independent booking, yeah, 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 right? going, oh, man. going, you're, you can make enough money to trademark the words the poet. That's right. Yeah. 
That's so nobody, right. nobody can be. Well, we've sat down with the one and only oh, Levi gosh, the Poet. Stop it. <laughs> no, awesome. man, I was really excited about this. I'm glad. Uh, I know you're busy, and I'm, I'm glad you took a little bit of time to come and hang out with us. Oh, man. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, glad for the invite. Yeah. So, it's, thank it you. was a lot of fun. Thanks for a good conversation. Uh, yep. Look look up Levi's stuff if you've never heard of him. Look him up. You're going to. It's. It's. You know, it's the probably the realest, one of the realest things that you're ever going to hear. Um, but it's awesome. So check it out. Levi the Poet. We've been hanging out with him on Life Songs B-Sides. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Life Songs B-Sides. Engage with Life Songs through social media and on lifesongs.com. For more information or B-Sides suggestions, email james at lifesongs.com. Reminding you, God is good all the time.